and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man doing good how you doing not too bad uh stay away from the sewers <laughs> man so here's here's what happened with this movie brett we had so many hits because you know it was the build up to 100 and the come down after and even like sleepaway camp too even though it's not great i love it you know we, we were on a hit streak i'm like i gotta pick something that just looks cheesy and bad I was like, I've never seen Alligator. It's on Shudder now, so I was like, I've always wanted to watch it. It looks terrible. Perfect. Right. And then I ended up really liking this movie. <laughs> yeah, once again, it's like, oh, wow, this was actually just a lot of fun. Like, we were talking about that of, yeah, we need to do, like, a bad one here soon and whatnot. But, no, this one is another one that I enjoyed. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Honestly, it's like... A f more fun, like, kind of campier Jaws, you know what I mean? Yeah, at Jaws, and, like, kind of some, like, cue the winged serpent mixed in there as well. With, like, all the police with all the guns shooting at the thing, but no one can hit it. Dude, I got major Cohen vibes from this thing. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So, yeah, Alligator from 1980, directed by Louis Teague. Did I get that? Or is that tongue? I can't read my writing. I think it's Teague. Okay. So, yeah. I'd never seen this before. It I know it just got, like, the 4K release that some people are talking about it and everything. It was kind of, like, on the tips of some people's tongues, like, in the horror circles and whatnot. So, I was like, oh, let's check this thing out. Yeah, and it's one that I've heard about for, like, the past, like, I don't know, few years. You hear, like, rumblings every once in a while of certain movies. This is one of them. And it was another one where it's like, oh, eventually I'll check that out. And I saw it went on Shutter, and that's when we were both like, yes, let's do it. And now it's just been me waiting until today so I could finally watch it. Dude, I realize I really like alligator horror movies. I loved Crawl, that newer one. I like Lake Placid. I was like, man, why don't we have more of these things? I have yet to see Crawl, but I've heard great things. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, but. All right, you want to get into this thing? Uh, a couple little like tidbits, like uh, waiting to like record. I looked up a few things. I was like, "Oh, let me see about this movie a little bit." There was a board game in 1980 that came out, an officially licensed alligator board game. Oh no, shit! Did you look up see if it's available anywhere? No, I didn't have time. But I was like, "That is so fucking cool." <laughs> Also, that's awesome. Um, Robert Forster, who's David, our main guy, was on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and the El Camino Breaking Bad movie. Brian Cranston worked as the special effects assistant on this film in charge of making and rigging the alligator guts scene for the final for, for the finale of the movie. I knew the Brian Cranston part, so when you said about that other part, I'm like, oh, okay, there's the connection. Which, I just saw that, and I saw Brian Cranston's name attached to this movie. I'm like, how? It's like, oh, he did the awesome explosion. <laughs> I love the unintentional pun you just did where you said, how? Because I was thinking of his character from Malcolm in the Middle. Wasn't that his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's like he makes a microwave without a door and sticks out in the alligator's nose, and that cooks it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it has some weird, like, fun facts to it. So, the 
they used a couple different things. They used real alligators, miniatures, and like a animatronic gator for this movie. Do you know what happened to the animatronic gator after? No. They gave it to a football team. I'm pretty sure the Florida Gators, you know, the Gatorade team. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they used it for, like, pep rallies and things like that, like, as their gator. Oh, that's awesome. It's like how Bruce the Shark became, like, a mascot of this, like, junkyard. Oh, for real? I never knew that. Oh, yeah, they found, like, one of the Bruce the Sharks. Like, not, like, the animatronic one that, like, the mouth moved and whatnot when it wanted to work. It was, like, one of the other ones that was just, like, a steady thing i believe and like yeah they found it it was um on one of those giant signposts that's like uh what the evil incarnate from evil dead 2 ended up at a haunted house it's always fun like seeing where these things end up before people are like oh man i wish we had that back oh yeah like the pumpkin monster thing the apple head <laughs> yeah but so like that's what they use and that's where it ended up and you can tell which scenes are the real gator but i won't lie the animatronic gator Holds up super well. I mean, crazy well. I was waiting the whole time to be like, okay, I cannot wait to get, like, you get, like, the real shots of the gator that you know that they put on, like, a miniature set where, like, the cars look smaller and whatnot. That's exactly what they did, yeah. And I was waiting for the animatronic gator to be like, oh, this thing's gonna look terrible. It looks awesome. Yeah, there's, I won't lie, there's times I don't know which is which. I'm like, no, that wouldn't be the real one just because of what it's doing. Like, yeah. but other than that, I'm like, yeah, I can't tell. So we open up with um, this gator show with gator wrestling. And the Wranglers being attacked by the alligator. Another thing about this movie, way more injuries that don't lead to death than I'm used to. Oh yeah, a lot of like missing limbs. Like or like later on, I know we'll get to it, but like someone falls in the water and they come up with no legs all of a sudden. I won't lie, it's kind of like almost refreshing. I'm like, oh, they they held back and used it when they needed it. Because almost every other movie we watch, that's a death. That's a death. Oh, that's yeah. a death. If they fall in the water, you know what I mean? Oh god, they fell down. Now they're dead for some reason. Like that's half yeah. the movies we do, and it's like really. <laughs> But he's being attacked at a gator show, and this little girl's there watching it, who's Marissa, who will come back later on as an adult. Yeah. But she watches it, and then decides she wants to pet alligator. After watching, that's the funniest part to me, is she just watched one brutally attack a man, she goes, I want one. Uh, first, I thought, oh, it's gonna be, like, the baby of one of the ones that attack the guy and it could have been but i thought they would have like almost set it up of like you see like the, even the egg hatch and then like it crawls out you know yeah but she names him ramon so we have a name for our monster this time it's not like where we have bruce the shark but they never call it that i'm glad we got a name and okay so i mean it's jumping around a little bit but they why did they add this in that it's her it's the little girl from uh, the beginning that gets the little baby alligator that gets flushed down the toilet and it goes into the sewer. It's like the old, like, wise tale of like, oh, it's the alligators and the New York New York City sewer system and whatnot. Yeah, we've heard this a thousand times. Yeah. Which I also looked up. I'm like, where is this taking place? Because I never really saw if they, like, nailed down. Well, they say at the beginning, yeah, but never again. It's Chicago, right? Well, the DVD, it says here the DVD says Chicago, but there are Missouri license plates around. That's weird, but I, I know for sure they said Chicago at the beginning. And uh, when the young Marissa returns home from her family vacation in Florida, they pass a sign that reads, Welcome to Missouri. So Maybe that's where she lived. 
Are they close? I should know this. I have They're no idea. Close. No. I don't, but, know. I don't know. That's a weird thing of like, I was trying to pin down what the location was. Cause I was like, it was like trying to go with New York city. Or are they trying to go with somewhere else? And even in like the thing at the movie itself, it's saying two different places, but why set up that? Oh, it's this little girl from the beginning came back oh, to stop. Brett, real quick. They are bordering States. Oh, okay. We are two adults who've lived in America our whole lives. I should know this. Yes, Missouri and <laughs> Illinois border each other. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a little bit more sense then, I guess, where they drove yeah. through Missouri to get home or something, maybe. Yeah. But, um, okay. I would see where, like, maybe the alligator that the little girl bought has a distinctive pattern on it, where he has, like, a red strip that goes across his eye. And that will later tell and that tell her like, oh, wait a minute, that's Ramon. But it doesn't come back at all, really, that these two are connected and it's the same thing. I guess it's just a fun little thing that you know. Well, you were right. That was the original plan. It was going to be an albino gator originally. Okay. But it didn't look cool enough and like it couldn't stay realistically hidden enough where you'd believe they didn't see this thing in the sewers and stuff like that. Yeah. And like... The white, like, plastic, like, for just looked junky. So that's why. So originally, that was the plan. It would have a very distinctive look, and you'd be able to tell. But that's all. Yeah, it's almost like Stripe the Gremlin. It's like, oh, look, they're Stripe yeah. with the Mohawk, you know? It's almost like what yeah, they exactly. tried to do, but then abandoned it. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they just kept the story beat for the connection, though, but none of that part. Okay. Um, the, her dad's an asshole for some reason one day when she's at school just comes home yelling and angry and flushes the gator down the toilet yeah and it's like we'll tell her it died like her hamster it's like okay so why are you wasting the money on these animals that you're like okay honey you can buy the thing and then immediately as soon as it's out of her sight they're like kill it yeah <laughs> but he flushes it down the toilet and you see it land in the sewer and then we get our big title card and 12 years later. Right. Uh, yeah, you get the alligator lands in the sewer and it's dripping on its head. It comes out in one of those little pipes. It it's always amazes me too of like, that's where your poo goes because <laughs> he flushes it down the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> it's kind of a cute little alligator though, isn't it? It is. And the entire time I'm like, cause the alley, it's a real little baby alligator that's going around in these pipes. And I'm like, Oh, I hope he's okay. Like don't drop him too hard. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they didn't flush it on a pipe. It was probably more like a sliding board to the set. And that's how yeah. it came out. Yeah. He probably had a great time. He got little fishes the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Or this is the eighties. They could have eaten it. <laughs> yeah, true. But we got uh detective, David Madison, buying a dog at a pet store, says his old one got stolen. The pet store owner's like, oh, that's happening a lot lately. The pet store owner is a weird individual, that's all. Yeah, he's really like a sleaze bag immediately. He's, I forget what he's talking about, but even that's really weird and whatnot. Oh yeah, he mentions like, for some reason, it's like an understory throughout this entire time that David, like our main cop guy, is balding. Because <laughs> the... Pet shop owner is like George Costanza bald, and David yeah. has like a little bit starting, but it's not that noticeable. But the guy's like, "Oh David yeah, has Greg of the dead hair." That's that's what he has going on. Yeah, where it's like it's kind of there, but he's like, "Oh yeah, you can swoop it this way and stuff," and it keeps coming up over and over again. 
It is an odd running joke throughout the movie that never pans out, like, for a big payoff where he shaves his head at the end right before the final showdown or something. Or, like, he has some weird hair growth stuff that he's trying to put on, but then he finds out it's toxic, but he still has it in his pocket, and he sprays the alligator in the face with it, and that's what kills him. There's nothing like that. You'd think so, but no. But... It's we almost like water it's just like a little character thing or something, I guess, where they threw in there, which I'm not going to argue with, but it's also like, why? <laughs> oh, I don't. I never mind those things. They're just always funny that they exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. We cut to the water treatment plant where they found an arm and a dead dog in there. So they call the potential owner of the dog who has a missing dog. She said, "It looks just like him, but it's way too big." See, this was a sweater he was wearing the day before, and it's for an extremely tiny dog, a chihuahua size, and this dog looks like Ellie's Doberman size that they found. Yeah, it's huge. Like, that uh, that sweater's not going over its neck. Yeah, definitely not. And we cut back to the pet store guy pick, picking up strays and puts them in the van with more dogs, and he's dropping them off at this pharmaceutical testing place. Where What are they trying to do, like, make meat where the animals get real big or what is this yeah that's what it's almost what it seems is it's uh they're giving like some kind of steroid to these cows and stuff to make them really big and strong because they even mention it later to like fight the uh ever-growing food shortage problem and whatnot dude i just watched a documentary about like our food and like supply and like you know all one of those things and it's no, not even, like, one of the PETA things, just oh, about, okay. like, the environmental impact and, yeah. like, health impact. And, like, they pump so much steroids into, like, food, any, like, processed food you get now to make that happen that, like, we're constantly eating it. And it, like, scared me out of wanting to eat anything. <laughs> well, they, I've seen those pictures of it's, like, a chicken from the 1920s and a chicken today. And the chicken today is, like, four times that size. <laughs> yeah, it's frightening. But anyway, um, he's dropping them off there. He's like, I want puppies. You hear me? Puppies. <laughs> they need to be cute when I kill them. This also makes a point of, like, the pet shop owner, uh, like, grabs that dog off the street. A dog that's wearing a collar. Dude, is there, like, a worse profession? Like, I get maybe it's an essential service, but the dog catcher type? Someone who wants to be a dog catcher always feels like the worst human in the world. BTK was a dog catcher. Exactly! Do we need any more evidence than that? The, uh, like, the couple decades or whatever where BTK was dormant is because he was killing dogs. (laughs) Yeah, the people who who pick that as a career choice. I know this guy wasn't, but just made me think of that. But... Dave Madison's interviewing the sewer worker in a manhole is where he's conducting this interview. <laughs> he's like, you see anything weird down there? Pretty much gets nothing from him. Then back to our creepy pet store guy pushing a shopping cart of dead dogs into the sewer. Not like down a manhole, like one of those big, what are they called? Oh, yeah, I know. Spillways. What That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And like going in that way to drop them off. It's like when you're playing Grand Theft Auto 5 and you're in that like, uh, weird concrete river thing and you can go up into the sewer through those like special driveway things it looks like that i wanted i want him to like i want to see the cut of the pet store owner pushing the shopping cart of dead dogs into the sewer and have him stop and be like what am i doing with my life like look where i am (laughs) it has to hit you i want to see how he got there unnoticed in chicago yeah, he's just pushing this, well, I guess it's just like, stay away from the stinky cart. 
I guess. <laughs> but he's throwing him over this ledge down there to like the river part of the sewer, and one misses and just smacks on the concrete. He's like, well, I can't have that. People, people like find my spot, might be able to tie something back to me. So he just thunk, falls there. He's like, ah, and he's he's such a weirdly dressed dude. He looks like to make another Seinfeld reference, Newman in Jurassic Park, the way he's dressed. Yeah. But he goes down there to, like, shove it into the water, and he does, but then it's not flowing right. It's just kind of floating in place, not going with the current. He gets in there, he's trying to splash the water ahead, and we get the POV cam from Ramon the Alligator, of course. Yeah, there's, like, a shopping cart that's blocking the water from, like, flowing correctly. So this is almost like a lagoon of just, like... And it comes into play later if we find out that these dogs are filled with all these growth hormones. And so this alligator is just, like, constantly bathing in all these chemicals and drugs and stuff. So that's why it's so huge. Yeah. But he sneaks up on Pet Store Guy... And he doesn't notice this thing. This thing, what? What did they say? It was like fifteen feet, fifteen oh, to twenty feet big. If they were, they were uh, the alligator lady later saying like, "Oh, it's probably only fifteen feet, right?" It's like, "Oh no, it's the size of a car." And then you also have to add the tail onto it. So they're thinking, think Jaws size probably. Yeah, this is alligator jaws. Yeah. yeah. But it sneaks up on him somehow. He doesn't notice till it's right on him, and of course. It gets him. Well, that's another thing of, like, a couple times when they're running from it, and it's like the alligator catches up to him. I'm pretty sure alligators run very fast, and they are very sneaky. Oh, yeah. I want to give this movie props on one thing, because there's a certain sweet spot in hold back or, or overshow. Like, what you do with a monster in a movie. I think they really find that sweet spot here. It's not like we don't see the alligator until, like, the big ending scenes. We see him enough. You know what I mean? We see the head. We see the biting and everything. We don't get that full body shot till the end, though, or anything. It's just enough. You know that, um, the modern Monsterverse Godzilla movies. You remember the first one? Yeah. <laughs> remember how you don't see Godzilla until the end? Which is fine the first time you watch okay. it. You'll see Godzilla... There's a television in the background. Godzilla's on the television. Then they turn the TV off. <laughs> yeah, it's like they hold back on him until the very end of the movie. And on a rewatch, I'm like, man, I don't like rewatching this. They find that sweet spot of giving us enough without showing their hand too early. And it's not, it doesn't seem like one of the, like almost how Jaws had to like work around the shark because it didn't work right and it didn't look that great from certain angles. This one actually looks good. Oh yeah, they didn't have that problem here. Madison's back at the water treatment plant and he's questioning scientists, the scientist who's doing all those tests. And he calls the CEO of the company, who's also his future father-in-law, who is just the most stereotypical buy-off-the-politicians, corporate greed character that you could imagine. Oh yeah, he might as well have a monocle. Exactly. And he's like, I'll handle it. And David's given a press conference... They're just asking all these questions like, have we ruled out a serial killer? What's going on? Why is everyone disappearing? And he goes, ah, I can't do this anymore in the middle of the press conference and gives up. He's just like, fuck all of you. I cannot answer any of your questions because I'm not allowed to. So why are we doing this? But we do get some exposition here about how his partner died years ago in this hotel incident. And we get more details on that later. But the short of it is he was being held at gunpoint or what he thought was gunpoint he couldn't turn around while his partner was being killed upstairs is that a roll of pennies in your pocket or are you just happy to see me 
Exactly. This nervous guy comes into the police station and he goes, I'm the sewer killer, I think is the words he uses. <laughs> I love how the cops are almost like, okay, motherfucker, like, really? You're the sewer killer? Why you do it? They, they are like joking around with him. And the entire time he's like, the radio told me to. And the radio told me to come here with this bomb. And immediately it just looks like a clock radio. Well, it is a bomb, though. It, but I thought that they unplug it and they're little, they like turn the timer off. And then they like listen to the guy's earphone. And it's like, yeah, it's the radio. Yeah, that was the radio. But I think because that's the thing they use at the end of the movie, I think, is this yeah. bomb. Well, it's he goes in and he grabs the fake bomb that's a radio with a uh, clock on top of it and he grabs like a stick of dynamite it's almost a cartoon thing of like okay put the clock on the dynamite okay there you go <laughs> I think this was like the pharmaceutical guy hired this guy to go in and be a nut job with a bomb threat oh. and confess the sewer killings to get everyone off that case you know what I mean like okay it must have been him he did the murders he was also going to blow us up so he was obviously crazy enough to do it like type thing oh, okay and they told me to was them. Okay. But they disarm the bomb, and that's pretty much it. Madison's like, I'm going into the sewer. I need someone to go with me. And this young chipper rookie type cop volunteers to go with them. Yeah, because no one, he's like, I'm going into the sewer. And like, no one's like, me! Except for the guy that's like, yeah, I'm shoot first and ask questions later, rookie cop. I think it's also like how people don't want to work with him as a partner because his partner died and they're nervous about that happening again obviously no oh, and poor cop poor rookie cop <laughs> oh yeah they it's like so uh you're too young and happy at the beginning but he really does start warming up to him a little bit into their search i kind of like their dynamic they have going on well he starts being like oh yeah you reckon you remind me of this other cop that would just sh kick down doors for the hell of it and it's like that doesn't sound like a good cop <laughs> No, it sounds like um, Matt Cordell from Maniac Cop. Oh, yeah. I was talking him up. Like, oh, he's such a great cop. It's like, yeah, just because he kills everybody he comes in contact with. Exactly. Tom Atkins like, man, he was the best, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're walking away, and they go around a corner. They look down. They think they hear the alligator. They don't know alligator yet, but they think they hear something. Uh, it's nothing. They start going the other way. Dave's talking to him, no answer, turns around, and the rookie's gone. What the yeah. hell? I kind of like this rookie, though, because, like, we're down here investigating murders. I'm going to sneak up on you. And it's he, they're, he's playing pranks in the sewer. Because he jumps <laughs> yeah, away, mean, and then he does the horror movie thing immediately, where it's like, I forget what the guy's name was. Do the uh, Rookie the, cop? Rookie cop. Yeah, that's how I'm calling him. I don't remember okay. his name. I think it was something Kelly. Kelly? Kelly, where are you? We're in the place where people keep getting murdered, and now you've disappeared. And he jumps out at him like, Wah! like, haha, I got you. <laughs> I mean, it's a shitty job. You gotta make the best out of it. Literally, because they're in the sewer. I, that was the pun. Ah! I'm on my game today. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, right after, you know, jump scare, fake. Calm for a second, real scare. You know, following all the beats. Right then, Ramon pops up right in front of them, smacks Madison with its tail, which is a real thing they do, which is terrifying. Like, when you think about it, you're just, like, worried about the front end if you've come into contact with an angry alligator, but you have to worry about the tail smacking you. Oh, yeah, that thing's fucking, uh, strong. What are they? They're, like, the one of the only species who are still around when dinosaurs were. Oh, yeah. 
they run, they're climbing up a manhole, and David's on top trying to push it open, it won't open, and Ramon gets the rookie, drags him down as David's screaming, and he wakes up in a hospital. Yeah, every time you say Ramon, I'm just like, R-A-M-O-N-E-S, R-A-M-O-N-E-S, Ramon! <laughs> you get the the, the, the Motorhead al- song? Yeah, the alligator yeah. has a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking a cigarette with a little top hat. Oh, Jack Daniels. Yeah. But he wakes up at the hospital and they're like, we don't know. We found someone pulled you out of a manhole and you're screaming about an alligator. And immediately the press is there. Just that one asshole reporter who's asking about his partner dying before. It's like, he has a personal vendetta against this guy. It's like, immediately, he just, like, David just woke up. And he's like, ah, so I see you killed another partner, huh? I know, what an asshole. It reminds me of American Werewolf in London when he wakes up like, I need you to calm down. Your best friend's dead. Right away. Now, now calm down. What's wrong with you, these Americans? (laughs) But... He talks to this herpetologist, who is Marissa from the beginning of the movie, Uh? and she said, there's no way an alligator could be 15 feet in that environment. You must be mistaken. It must have been something else. No one's believing poor David. They're all gaslighting him. No, that's not what you saw. Right. And it's like, what else? Like, I was the one that was there, but it's another one of those syndromes of the only other witness got killed. Yeah, exactly. The newspaper saying about how the detective loses partner again. I feel bad because he goes into work and oh, other yeah. cops are just reading it out loud. They don't even stop when he's there. He opens up his locker. There's a little alligator in there. Well, I love he he goes like, guys, come on. And then they stop for a second. Then, yeah, there's a tiny little alligator, which I thought was going to later on be like, wait a minute. It's a tiny alligator. Someone flushed it down the toilet. That's what happened. And that's kind of what he, his conclusion comes to. But it's through a whole nother way. Yeah, he doesn't come to it from that. And it really doesn't even matter how it got there at the end of the day. Like, well, it's no. there. We got to deal with it now. Yeah, it's like, why do you kid? Like, that's what we worry about after it's dead and not killing everybody in Chicago or wherever this is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are the Blues Brothers? Get them on this. Yeah, definitely. Send them down to the sewers. We're going to show the the Blues Review for the Alligator Fund. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our asshole reporter goes down to the sewer. He's taking pictures (laughs) everywhere. And Ramon pretty quickly pops up and takes a bite out of him. He's taking pictures as he's dying, though. So, which is very smart. Because Madison gets a phone call about the reporter. And they develop the film. And they see the alligator taking bites out of him as he's dying. Two things with this. I love that he's setting up like fake pictures of like, well, I'll put the boot over here and it'll make it look better. Now I'm going to fuck with this trash can like in this uh, shopping cart. And then once the alligator gets him and the camera's still going, I thought it was going to be one of those things of like, there's no good pictures and they like throw them away. But David grabs them. And, like, enhances them. And in the one corner, you can see the eye or something. It's like, no, you get full-on, like, giant alligator jaws coming at you. You get the eye. You get, like, a couple different uh, portfolios of them. Like, oh, get my good side. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm glad, too. Because, you know what? Nothing drives me crazier than we, the audience, know, know the thing's real. 
and we had to spend half the movie convincing everyone else the thing is real. So I'm glad we don't deal with that. Oh, it can be so fucking annoying. When we're like 45 minutes into the movie, and they're still like, oh, we don't believe you. It's like, where the fuck do you think, why is all this shit happening then? Yeah, exactly. But now the story is out there, the newspapers even publishing the photos of it, everything. So everyone's on board with the Gator story now. Right. And there's all the cops and what looks like SWAT teams and like National Guards and everything going into the sewer. Is this where you met reminded you of Q the Wing Serpent a little bit? Yeah, this part and later on with the boats and stuff. Anytime when it's all the cops and the SWAT people just shooting guns everywhere and not hitting anything. <laughs> yeah. They do like one sweep of the sewers and go, nah, nothing's there. <laughs> Yeah, for real, that has to be like a labyrinth of tunnels and pipes and everything down there. Do it again. Yeah, why are you like, oh, okay, alligator's gone, I guess. We did it, guys. It's like, no, it's still somewhere. And we even see that it was working at some point, because we hear making the noise and we see Ramon start swimming away a little bit. So, like, yeah, that would have worked if you tried it another time or two. He probably just went and hid in his little lagoon that has all the dead dogs in it. Exactly. But Madison's leading this charge from the surface, like on the radio, calling everything and all that. And they're all walking around, beating like pots and pans together, and they have a blockade with everyone set up. Dude, how many guns do you think you need at the end of the sewer, though? I think if you have a team like five guys there, you're good. They're like ready for an army of alligators to come out of this. And they all have, it's like, not like it's only a five foot radius that they're working in, where you have to immediately be ready for the thing to come. It's like a football field. And the, you can hear the yeah. pots and pans coming. They all have their guns pointed at where the sounds are coming from, of course, because they're supposed to be driving it out. And then you just hear it stop. It's like, hold your fire. It's just us. And it's like, yeah, why are you just pointing? Like, I'm wait. I was waiting for like another rookie cop to be like shaky and see someone pop around the corner and him shoot him or something. Yeah, I thought we might run into that too. But no gator. Everyone leaves. And but remember, Ramon has been disturbed at this point. He just had a thousand people walking through his house. Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck? Stay on my fucking place? Do you have a warrant?" <laughs> he's like, I better get out of here. I'm going to get my alligator kids. lawyer. <laughs> We get to some kids playing baseball on the street. I also uh-huh. love Madison and the Chief drive past them. They don't move for them. They put the siren on, and they then they begrudgingly kind of move out of the way. These kids <laughs> do not give a fuck. No. Then there's a rumble after the cops are gone, and Ramon breaks through the sidewalk in this awesome shot right where the kids are playing baseball. Oh, this part rules. Of, like, I was about to pause the movie to go get something to eat, and that was exactly when that moment happened. I was like, I'm going to wait a minute. Because it is just, like, it looked badass. Yeah, it was real neat. And this is where he's walking around on a miniature set a little bit here. Like, the real gator when they have him out to make him look huge. And you can tell... It's a set, but it's not like blatantly a set. They did a really good job to hide most of it. It's just if you stare at a car for too long, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a mini car. Yeah, and they don't spend so much time there that it matters. You exactly. know what I mean? But he breaks through. Uh, a cop comes in flying way too fast that he should be here. One of the kids almost steps in front of him, so he swerves and crashes his car. Here's the thing. <laughs> Crashes his car, his car is upside down and can't get the door open. So he has to crawl out the window. 
Ramon is right there. The giant fucking alligator is right outside your car. And you crawl out where you literally have to crawl right to it. Stay in the fucking car, dude. Well, I love, like, that he's sitting in the car and he looks to his right and there's just fire. He looks to his left and there's an alligator coming at him. (laughs) It's just like, it's almost like he looks back at the camera. He's like, Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking my eyes at the fire. Then the mutated gator. I'm going to jump over the fire and make it a little bit singed over, oh, look, the giant 30-foot gator coming at me. (laughs) Yeah. But he crawls out and Ramon bites his legs off. Well, one of his legs. Right. David, the chief, Marissa are all at the scene. And they're like, well, she's like, he's very tired. It was an exhausting day. He'll probably go to water. And she's like, eh, what water? We have the rivers. We have the sewers. We have a pond right over there. <laughs> this chief, like the way he talks, makes me laugh every time. Also, this guy's eyebrows are insane. <laughs> they are longer than my head hair right now. Dude, he has a mustache, and it looks like he just has three mustaches, just two above his eyes, and then his mustache. Well, it's almost like Adam Carolla eyebrows, of, like, he's never trimmed them once. He almost, like, he combs them up, so, like, they're pointy (laughs) over his eyes. It's like he's trying to, like, you're two steps away from being, like, a punk. Yeah. (laughs) Something about this character, this is a straight-up character, this chief, you know what I mean? Well, even like how you just said, they're like, we got rivers, we got sewer systems, there's the lake that's right there. It's like, huh, let's go to the lake that's close. (laughs) Yeah, the one you can see, right there? Yeah, that's probably where he went. It has the giant welcome alligator sign, he's like, nah, I wouldn't go there. (laughs) (laughs) The next day, they are outside that lake and everything, and this new character, the Colonel, is flown in. He's a big game hunter to take over the operation. Of course, it makes a power struggle right there between him and Madison. So, is this like fucking Craven the Hunter showing up to take on the giant alligator? What it reminded... You've seen Up, right? Yeah. You know the evil old man that is like the big game hunter? That's after the yeah. big bird thing. That's what he yeah, looked, that's, that's what that's what he reminds me of. Of just, and because yeah. then he's immediately talking down to uh is it Marissa? Yeah. Uh and like, oh well you can go back to your books, little lizard lady, and all this unless you want to come over to my place later. Here's my key. After I'm done fucking up this crocodile, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> also like the hunter from Jumanji almost. Yes, that's he's even like that guy. That's even closer. <laughs> that's even better. Cause he he's decked out in like all of like the he looks like he's on safari, but you're in Chicago. Yeah, I love he's still dressed to go like hunt in the wilderness running around the city. <laughs> he looks like evil Steve Irwin, where Steve Irwin would yeah. get in the water and like Ramon would be on his be- like on his back and Steve Irwin would be giving him belly rubs basically. This is the exact opposite it's like, "Oh yeah, let's blow the fucker up." Yeah. Which is exactly his first call cuz he's having boats set off grenades in the fucking pond to try to have him come up. And here's the best, and I'm so mad this didn't happen, because he's given an interview, right? They're like, oh, you're now in charge of the investigation. He's talking to this lady, this reporter, and he's saying about the different sounds Gator makes. Like, oh, this is their typical cry when they're injured. And he goes, do they have a mating call? And he makes the Gator mating call. I can't tell you, Brett, 
how much I wanted fucking Ramon to come tearing out of the water at him when he did the maiden call. <laughs> See some gator sex going on. I was going to say, it's almost like that episode of South Park where like the shark jumped up on the uh, bank and fucked the kid. Where it's like, yeah. he's like giant gator boners coming towards him. He's like, ah! Dude, I legit thought that, because why else would they like specifically say, What's the mating call sound like? I was on the edge of my seat waiting for it. I'm like, oh, this is about to get wild. It could have been so great, but it was just this guy trying to pick up a girl in, like, the most cheesiest way. And even, let's be real, I know they're not going to have the gator hump the dude. But even if, like, why wouldn't you have him come charging out of the water when he's hearing the gator calls there? He's probably never seen another alligator, you know? He so, like, it would make sense. He doesn't even kill him. He just fucks him and then goes back in the water and the big game hunter's just like, please kill me. I'm, I'm, I'm going home now. I'm full of alligator calm. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Marissa and Madison are studying stuff under the microscope, and they realize the test dog connection right there. Right, where it's um, they're putting all these like growth hormones and stuff into these test animals, and they're being dumped there because they have found dog bodies now in the sewer. Yeah. Oh, and that's I think it. I forget if it's already happened or if it's coming up, but I'll go ahead and say it. Where uh, she finds the dead dog in the sewer and it's covered in worms. And a lot of times when I'm saying, like, oh, when it's maggots, they use superworms. They literally yes. just threw earthworms on this dog. I noticed that. That one anyone could tell. Yeah, it's like, come on. That's not even trying. <laughs> but they're at the pharma company and... They're talking about the synthetic testosterone they gave animals. But the only thing is, it gave them an insatiable appetite. So what do you uh, think is going on here? Uh, alligators are already angry and ornery because they got all those teeth, but no toothbrush. They're <laughs> naturally aggressive because of Abdullah Ablengada. <laughs> <laughs> Mama said... <laughs> Mama's wrong! <laughs> You're wrong, Colonel Sanders! <laughs> uh, the CEO guy calls the mayor and, like, pulls some strings for me, and then the chief just randomly fires Madison. He's like, it's out of my hands! Yeah, and it's like, I am the, uh, I'm the one that found out that any of this is going on. Like, it's been my case... Why are you firing me? Because the mayor is in CEO man's pocket. Yes. Again, nothing like that ever happens for real. No, thank Fantasy. God thank, thank God this is fiction. Yeah. Um, Sunshine and lollipops everywhere. <laughs> speaking of the CEO, he's getting ready for his daughter's wedding to the scientist guy, and they're preparing everything and that's always talking it's, to the mayor there. Later on, when we get to the wedding, it's like B-movie Godfather. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have some questions about this wedding and everything when we get there. Yeah. But um, we cut to these kids having a costume party. I th I'm like, is it Halloween? But nothing else suggests Halloween time. I think they're just having a costume party. I think they're just having a party. It's just a fun kid thing, and he likes pirates. So this is like a media thing. Oh, I dressed up as a pirate when I was a kid. I didn't feed any of my friends to alligators. Yeah, like, oh, you have to walk the plank, and they put this kid on the diving board to their in-ground pool. 
of course, they don't know Ramon is in there, and they push the kid off the diving board, and he goes right into Ramon. You just <sighs> see the blood come up instantly. Which, they miss such a great opportunity to do, like, a Peter Pan, Captain Hook thing. Of, like, get in there, Peter Pan, I'm Captain Hook. And because of the alligator and shit. Oh, it would have lined up perfectly. Also, I thought they missed the opportunity to have Ramon, like, pop up right at the last second and just have the kid jump into the the fun fake alligator like it'd be a fun day for the kid on set and would look wild like the kid just goes right into the mouth it's like those fake like when it's like hans gruber falling off the building and die hard where it's just really badly like rotoscoped or something whatever it looks really bad it's just a kid diving into like they take it like a normal size alligator and they blew it up and the kid's like wee right like you see him smiling (laughs) i love too. the kids are immediately like Mom! And go run to tell Mom what happened. <laughs> uh, we get to the Colonel buying beer and paying $10 each to three random guys to help him track the alligator. Look, if you're the big game hunter, don't you think you... Well, maybe that is a thing. When you go to hunt the biggest lion in the village, I'll pay some of the locals to help me with the geography of the area. Maybe that's what he's thinking. Hey, you guys know the town, right? Yeah, exactly. And he's also being like, he's being kind of racist here with like a few of the things he says, like along those lines of like on safari and stuff. And like the one guy like picks up on it completely is like $20. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Marissa and David are back at David's apartment. They're in bed talking about the hotel incident. And then she mentions his receding hairline again. He's like, "Uh, male pattern baldness. I'm very sensitive about it. Yeah, and is this where they're going to go out to dinner? And then he's like, yes. I, you know, I worry if, you know, if I, it's on my mind the entire time, if you're going to come back and have sex with me, I'm not going to be able to eat right. So, you know, you might as well just go ahead and tell me if you're going to have sex later, because if not, I'm just going to take you to McDonald's. If we are, we're going to Red Lobster. And she does them one better, and they do right there. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we will order a pizza. <laughs> yeah. The colonel and one of the guys help him go down this alley. We have the classic cat fake-out scare, and we see Ramon's shadow slinking back another part of the alley. And so they go running after it. The colonel goes up to all this garbage and gets bit by Ramon right away. The other guy looks like he's going to help, runs up to him like, uh, uh, and then makes the right move and just runs the, the other way. Yeah, I, he, um... The entire... Oh, he tries to shoot it, but it, the gun doesn't work, right? Yeah, because he does try to shoot and, like, uh, save the colonel. Because the colonel is just being chomped in the giant alligator mouth. The entire yeah. time... Also, the colonel walking towards the alleyway is just downing a pint of Jack Daniels. He, like, finishes it, and he goes, Okay, let's go get this alligator. <laughs> Where they... Oh, yeah, so Marissa Madison went out for Chinese. And things seem to be going well, even though they're doing that weird sit on the same side of the table when you're the only two there. That always just struck me as odd. Yeah, it's almost like that thing when you're, like, fresh, like, you've, like, been dating for maybe, like, two weeks. And it's that thing of, like, Oh, I can't get off of you. I'm all over you all the time. Everyone, look, we're dating. (laughs) Never been it. Can't do it. Always bothered me. Yeah. (laughs) But he just randomly gets mean. Like, well, why are you... Why don't you quit trying to figure me out so bad or something all of a sudden? Yeah. And so she just gets up and leaves. Yeah, he just, like, blows up over nothing. I was even sitting there being like, what is the, even happened right now? I guess it's just that part of the story where they uh, they part ways and then they have to come back together at the end to stop the thing. I don't know why they even bother, because the next scene is him waking up in the morning from a nightmare. And then he goes to Marissa's house. 
the next morning and everything's made up like instantly why did we even take this strange detour this is like if i'm following my gps brett i'm on a highway it tells me to take an exit and it puts me right back onto the entrance ramp of the highway i was on that's what this story is yeah it's weird i also the mom is awesome of she's just like i have an evil eye is it this one or is it this one do you like that one (laughs) (laughs) i do like the mom I think that she either left the asshole dad or he died. So whichever way, good for the family. There's like a throwaway line of, I believe he died. Oh, okay. Flush him down the goddamn toilet. Exactly. Or maybe he didn't die and they just flushed him down a toilet somewhere and they told Marissa he died. There's a huge toilet in the backyard covered by a tarp. It's like, how that's how he would have wanted to go. (laughs) But he's there talking to the mom. Uh, Marissa comes down in the morning, he apologizes, they go in the room, they're back together now. She's like, do you want to see my rock collection? Yeah, and the mom keeps, like, bringing up, like, you know, it's a school night, young lady. And she even earlier in the movie's like, yeah, mom, but I'm a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, it's so weird, she's, like, very clearly like, yeah, come to my room. <laughs> she goes, David looks back at the mom the way you would to, like, your buddy, like, oh yeah, I'm about to get some. <laughs> which is just a really awkward <laughs> moment with her mom. Like, ah, I'm gonna fuck your daughter right now. I'm gonna go see her rocks. I'm gonna go get my rocks off. <laughs> um, they, they get back together, and... Alright, so now we have more boats patrolling the river where Ramon might be. They see him, so they start shooting at him. There's two boats, by the way. The one crashes because it's driving to Ram- at Ramon so fast, they hit his back and flip over. I, were they planning to use him as a ramp? What was the idea here? It's the stupidest cops in the world. It's like, let's ram the thing with a boat. Also, they like take a grenade and they pull the pin, and they hit the boat, they hit the alligator with the boat and they drop the grenade back in with all the other grenades so now there's like what three more deaths right there of like the boat exploded and Ramon's like huh I had nothing to do with that these people are just I didn't even notice you were here I picked a really good (laughs) spot to live these people are idiots (laughs) (laughs) Um, one of the people who was in the crash boat that didn't die is in the water and Ramon gets him as he's being pulled into the other boat but that guy survives he just loses his legs they lose Ramon, but they think he's headed towards the wedding because this river goes right to the CEO guy's mansion, oh, I guess. At this point, I was just like, I got so excited and giddy. I was just like, oh my God, please tell me that we have the alligator crash the big rich person's wedding. And we get it. It's so great. It's like perfect story writing 101. I love that they went with that. And so the boss, the CEO man at his own daughter's wedding that looks to be quite crowded, right? It's <laughs> grilling steaks. Is he being, like, the catering? He's this rich CEO, man. Is he grilling steaks for everyone here all night? And on just, not even, like, a giant, like, catering grill. Just, like, a regular personal home grill for everybody. I'm like, what, what is he doing here? In his, like, white suit from head to toe of, Greg, you have grilled. When you flip things on the grill, things splatter. So you don't wear yeah. your best clothes when you're grilling because there might get some grease on it. He's wearing a head-to-toe white suit. Yeah. No, Colonel Sanders, you're hanging it all ties back. <laughs> well, this is the fake B-movie Sopra- uh, Godfather wedding. It could also be Sopranos as well because it's all that mob stuff. It's just what it reminds me of. It's like, this alligator's going to come here on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I think the steak smells smell is what attracts Ramon there because he shows up out of the bushes. You hear a scream, and this is where we really get a feel for his size too, if you ask me. Oh yeah, this is where you get to see the most that we've seen of him yet. Yeah, because this is definitely animatronic Gator, so they made him huge, and it's not on a miniature set, so you really feel how big he is. He shows up and eats one of the servers right away. Oh yeah, he's rampaging around this fucking place. It's chaos. How many people are in the air at once at one point, I feel like? Because <laughs> he's smacking people with his tail, biting them, flinging them in the air. I swear there's a shot where it feels like there has to be like eight people flying through the air at once from this alligator. At this point, too, he's not even eating them anymore. He's just biting them and killing them, then moving on. Ramon shows up like, I object! <laughs> <laughs> But it's just madness. He's smacking people with his tail, eating people. Um, the CEO guy, oh, his name's Slade, my notes tell me. Um, he's in his car with his driver. He's told his driver to go, but right then he smashes like the driver part of the car, crushing the driver, and then crushes the rest of the car on him. Because who's try- someone was trying to get inside the car. It's like one of the other corrupt people. And the- he wouldn't yeah. let him inside the limousine. And then why isn't the limousine driving? You're in the back. You have a driver in the front. It's already like the alligator is smashing the limousine in the car. And he's like, okay, go. And he starts the car. And then the windshield gets <laughs> knocked put out. put on his driving gloves. Yeah, he's got to get his hat, you know. He's got to put GPS on. He doesn't know where he's going. Where to, sir? You didn't tell me where we're going. Anywhere. Well, anywhere that I want or anywhere that you want. (laughs) But it's just madness. He's dead, driver's dead, a bunch of people are dead. Cops show up, but Ramon got away in the spillway again. David gets there, comes comes up with a plan. He's getting in the manhole. He tells Marissa, you know exactly where I'm coming up at, right? She says, yeah. He gets down there face-to-face with Ramon. Oh, uh, we forgot to mention earlier when uh, David was in the sewer with the young cop. They go through the pocket of farts. Oh, the methane section, yeah. Yeah, where they have to put on the gas mask, and they're like, make sure that there's not any, uh, don't light a match, because it could explode. I don't know, if horror movies taught me anything, it's a good thing they're not down there at midnight, too, because I believe at midnight, toxic waste floods the sewers. Oh, yes, that happened, and it turns grown um, giant monster men into children. Yes, I'm just just saying, so I'm glad they weren't down there then. They could have just waited for that and turned Ramon back into a baby gator. Exactly, then he would have been a fine baby gator, put him back in that little aquarium thing from the beginning, he's fine. But... David gets in there, and he's face-to-face with Ramon, shoots at it so it follows him. He draws it to the methane area. He has a gas mask on. He sets the charges for two minutes, but then he's smacked with the tail, and his mask comes off. Yeah, so now he's locked in the chamber of farts without a mask. (laughs) Yeah, so he kind of gets back to the ladder. He's climbing up the manhole, but right then... There's a garbage truck in front of him, garbage day, and another lady parks right on the manhole so it won't lift up. Waiting for the garbage men to finish. Like, she runs over to the lady parked on the manhole cover. It's like, you need to move. And the old lady's like, but the garbage truck. It's like, I need you to put your car in reverse. Reverse? What's that? And then she's, like, yelling, like, don't you hear him down there? And it's he, like, yells up, like, move, you bitch, or something. And she goes, what did he call me? <laughs> yeah, it's like... 
comically misunderstanding. Like, she's not going to hear anything she says. Finally, she pushes her out of the way and moves the car herself. Uh, David comes out in just the, like, last possible second because the bomb goes off, causing a huge explosion. And we see Ramon just, like, blow up, although it kind of looks like he explodes from the inside out. Yeah, and I'm glad they actually did show us, like, oh, yeah, you can see the alligator explode and come apart. Of It's not one of those things of, oh, there was an explosion. It's dead. We won't actually show you the thing, but take our word for it. There is a sequel, though. I wonder what it is, though. Well, we get of, oh, it's the happy day. Everything's fine. Cut to pipe. Big, tiny little baby alligator falls out of it. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's the perfect ending, though. I think it might even be reused footage from the beginning, though, to be honest. Probably. <laughs> same, like, of Ramon when he was a baby. But, yeah, you see another alligator flush down. Well, credit. at the very end, I was like, is it going to be that Ramon laid eggs somewhere? And that's where, like, the new threat comes from. But it's like, no, it's just another asshole father that's like, ah, you don't need this pet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Because we saw people, like, you know, exactly what would happen in a major city with something going on. This people were trying to capitalize on earlier, selling, like, gator toys, selling baby gators right by the lake where they were hunting it earlier. It was probably someone who bought one of those ones there, took it home, and their parents were like, what the fuck? And flushed it right it's away. Like, so it no. It's like, one of these is rampaging through the city and has killed 30 people. Yeah, exactly. Man, I really enjoyed this movie. I expected to come in here with, like, a shitty movie, but I'm like, man, I really want to watch the second one now. Yeah, so do I. Where I've heard, like, I did a little bit, and, like, the second one doesn't have really any ties to the first one, but I don't see how it really even could. Because, like, any of the cops are going to be retired by then. David and Marissa of like gone away from Chicago and they're living happily ever after, you know, Ramon's dead. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you could, I know the second one's rated PG 13 though. Oh, but honestly, I'm not sure what was in this to really get it an R. Uh, I mean, well, we got a lot of blood and a lot of people missing limbs. Holy shit, Brett. I just looked up this alligator game. Yeah. I, I don't see any for sale, though. Damn it. I was, that would be, like, that's something I actually want to, like, put on my wall. <laughs> oh, it looks fun as hell, though. It even comes, like, with a plastic alligator thing. Oh, does it have a little Ramon? Yeah, it comes with a Ramon. Does it have the, oh, uh, who's, I want to play the sleazy pet store owner that throws the dead dogs <laughs> in the sewer. And it's, like, a tiny little shopping cart and tiny little plastic dogs. <laughs> Dude, we're going to have to get this and make a video or, like, a bonus episode of us playing this thing. That'd be fun. Alright, you want to get into the end of the episode stuff? Yes, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Alright, the Count of the Dead's where we tally up all the deaths we just saw in the movie. Where do you think we're at with Alligator? Uh, there's a, quite a number of deaths in this, but I don't think it was, like, overly, like, there's not, like, 50 no, uh, there's not as many as you think, because like I said, a lot of it's people that we see they're fine that are missing limbs. I'm going to say 14. 14? Little high, it was 10. Okay, really? Yeah, not too many. Like I said, I was shocked. Then I realized, because there were so many went to count, and I see them like pulling themselves up, like missing a leg, or they stand up and they're lost an arm and shit like that. Well, like the one cop that falls in like the uh, lake and gets its legs bit off. I'm like, oh, he's a, he's a goner. But then they pull him up, and he's fine. I mean, he's not fine, but... <laughs> yeah, but almost any other movie we do, that would be a death. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised they, like, pulled back on some of it. Oh, God. Any other movie, someone would have seen the alligator and died. 
Yeah, picture Adam Green's alligator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so ten, that's not bad. No, ten isn't bad. I there's a good movie, good count for this 1980s alligator movie. Yeah. Well, every week Greg does his count of the dead. Ah ah ah, and I do my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> Uh, so basically, I take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And I thought for this one, one that would be good would be Reptile Pets. Okay, cool. So a number one reptile pet, the worst kind. I'm trying to think, like, I never, like, fish are kind of cool to look at, but they they smell and they, like, it's a lot of upkeep. Same with a turtle. It's like... There's a lot of upkeep are, to them. I don't think fish are reptiles, are they? I don't know. Well, they're scaly and stuff. They're fish. Okay, let's <laughs> say turtle then. Because okay. turtles are great, but they smell, and there's a the fuck ton of upkeep with the tank, and they don't do anything. It's a turtle. Yeah, my sister-in-law has turtles, and they're awesome. I love just sitting there watching them. But man, it's a lot of work put into like maintaining those tanks, keeping them healthy, and everything like that. Yeah. Um, a number 10 version of a reptile pet, the best kind, I'm going to say it's like a bearded dragon because you get, it's actually like most reptiles that you have, it sits there and all it sees is like, either it hates you and wants to actively kill you all the time, or it's just like, oh, that means food. At least a bearded dragon will give like a little bit of affection, kind of, they definitely start to warm up to you more. They're like lay on you and sleep on you. Like when they swim, they're really cute. Yeah, I remember, yours is really cool. I had an iguana that was the same way. Like, it would, like, let me pet it and everything and, like, would hang out with me and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm probably a little bit... I don't bit... know if it actually liked me or not, <laughs> or if it's just, like, I'm fine here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it actually cared about me in the slightest, but, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I'm probably a little biased, too, because I have a bearded dragon named Phyllis. <laughs> I do love Phyllis. Yes. I always make sure I visit Phyllis every time I'm over there. I'm gonna give Alligator... Hmm... Yeah, it's a hard because I've never seen it before, but I did enjoy it quite a bit. I'm going to give it eight reptiles out of ten. Oh, nice. I would highly recommend it. I'm definitely going to watch it again, like for like just not the show, just to watch it, to watch it. And especially like I want to see the sequel. Yeah, definitely. I, I came in wanting to hate this movie. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, I went seven and a half reptiles out of ten. Very nice. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah, so it's a solid recommend from both of us, then. Oh, yeah, I would definitely. This would be one that if I saw it, like, on DVD or VHS, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm adding that to my collection. Yeah, not that 4K Blu-ray one that I saw, though. I mean, I'm not paying $37 for Alligator. <laughs> not for this movie, no. It's good, but it's not almost $40 good. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, well, that's all I really got. So keep an eye on the socials. You'll see what we're doing next week. We did put up the video to tell you everything. We might have a new release thrown in there, too. It might have already come out there, to be honest. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it if it works out. <laughs> yeah, it probably already came out. Probably. Real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, unless you have anything else, man. No, that's all I got. All right, well, we hope that Alligator has left your brain throbbing with horror. Do you like throbbing with horror? Their early shows were a little too avant-garde for me, but I hear if you follow them on the social media, they do terrific work. You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes our show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? <laughs> hey, Paul! 